This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, and country. Friends, as I come to you today, we are in very difficult times. As you know, I know I don't need to tell you that. You know more than pretty much any Americans. We have a great guest, two great guests. We'll get to them in just a moment. Actually, three great guests on the show today, uh, all relevant to what's happening right now. Um, And I'll announce them in just a moment. But just a couple things I want to share with you is obviously we are living in times that I personally never thought I'd ever see before, uh, see in this country, you know, uh, abject anarchy, actually abject anarchy being advocated by one political party. Of course, that would be the Democrat Party or at least being allowed to happen. Um, A lot of silence from the Republican side of things and, uh, you know, an issue, um, a situation where I think every citizen really needs to look deep in within ourselves and decide what we're going to do, first of all, to protect ourselves and our homes and our property, uh, secondly, um, to preserve our, our union and our freedom. And I mean by that, I mean our Constitution, our Declaration of Independence, um, our um, national anthem. So our flag, that's where we are. You know, the battle lines have been drawn. The battle is engaged. Uh, we're under attack. We're going to have to decide how to respond. Uh, and we must do that effectively. We must do that courageously. Our guest today, I'm pleased to let you know, in our latter, in our, uh, later in our show, we'll hear from Representative Anthony Sabatini of Lake County State Representative. He is on the front lines once again, fighting for freedom. He and is, is you, um, he will bring us up to date on a lawsuit that he has filed um, against Orange County, um, reference uh, in, in regards to their uh, mandatory uh, uh, ruling, if you will, uh, that everybody in Orange County must wear masks. Um, later, we'll hear from Seminole County Commissioner Lee Constantine. But right now, we're pleased to be joined by somebody who's truly on the front lines of fighting for freedom and has already established a tremendous track record of doing that. Linda Trocine, who is the chairman of the Seminole County Republican Party. Before we go to Linda, of course, I want to remind you that the Roger Franklin Williams Show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. Christner's, of course, reopened on Tuesday, May the 26th. They want to thank you and they want to let you know how gratified they are for the tremendous response they have had from their regular customers and even many, many new customers going uh, visiting Christner's. I encourage you to do that as well. It's one of the few places right now where we can kind of get away from the incredible tension and drama and negativity uh, and depressing uh, situations, of course, if as we will, that are, that are enveloping us in our country. But I encourage you to get over to Christner's for a fine meal and a, and a great time for to relax and spend time with with friends. They're located 729 Lee Road, just two blocks west of I-4 in Orlando. Now let's go to Linda Trocine. Linda, thank you for joining us in these uh, troubling, difficult times. Well, thank you for having me, Roger. Really appreciate you. Certainly appreciate the work that you're doing. And when we get right into it, of course, you know, the first thing that I can think that, of that we can do um, outside of you know, what we our own individual efforts to protect our, our homes and our property and our families 
are to help President Trump get reelected. And I know you're on the front lines of, of doing that. You were a big uh, factor in that last election in 2016. What um, are you doing as the chairman of the Seminole County Republican Party uh, to help facilitate the election? Well, um, absolutely, you're right. The, the most important thing is that we need to win elections this coming November. The long-term objective, of course, is to educate more young people. But in the immediate term, we have to win these elections. I'll tell you what we're doing is recruiting as many boots on the ground, feet on the ground, to help the president and to help our local candidates keep Seminole County red. Uh, that's one of our main themes is to keep the county red. And uh, one way we do that to recruit volunteers, uh, last Saturday night, we had a rally watch party. The president was, uh, of course, in Tulsa, and we had a venue. It was We had social distancing, people were wearing masks, you know, all of that. And we had a giant screen TV, and we had about 40 people come out, and several of them signed up to volunteer for the president. So if any of your listeners want to volunteer, all they have to do is go to our website, SeminoleGOP.org. Click on the link to sign up for a free voter guide, and it will ask how they want to volunteer. That's great. You've been highly effective, and um, I encourage you know, anybody who literally wants to preserve their freedom to get involved specifically in the effort to reelect President Trump, but also in electing other Republicans down the ballot. I Now, Linda, can you talk about um, how are things, you know, at this moment – what are things like with the troops, if you will, the, you know, the citizens, uh, not only you know, the grassroots people who work hard at the grassroots level and even just uh, citizens, uh, traditional American citizens that, that you encounter? Well, the response that we've been getting has been very positive. Um, you know, I think this uh, election cycle is a referendum on America. You know, President Trump is the most pro-American president we've had in decades. And uh, the other side is just seemingly anti-American. It's, it's really stunning uh, that as they try to distinguish themselves from the president, they're taking sides with, with China and, and, you know, socialist countries. It's just amazing. So, uh, again, uh, our uh, response has been very positive. We've, we've had a lot of great conversations with voters, particularly on the phone. And um, we have just opened last uh, Tuesday our Trump Victory Seminole County office. It's where our office used to be on 460 State Road 436. And uh, volunteers can also come by there. Um, We are uh, ramping up with regular hours. Uh, If somebody wants to come in and do phone banking, we have the most luxurious phone banking center in the state of Florida, thanks to our field organizer, Hillary Corson. We're speaking with Linda Trosine. She's the chairman of the Seminole County Republican Party. Friends, you're listening to talk to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Before we go back to Linda, I want to give you this brief word from our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Of course, as you know, Florida Door Solutions is the locally owned company that's built on the foundation of knowledge, professionalism, and commitment to their customers. And I also want to let you know that Florida Door Solutions supports not only our program, but all the programs you hear right here on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, and our station's strong messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. So if you have garage door problems of any kind, or of course, if you need a new garage door, contact the company that's been voted best garage door company for now many years in a row, and that's Florida Door Solutions. You can find them at 866-FLA-DOOR. 
That's 866-FLA-DOOR or FLADOOR.com. And please tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Let's go back to Linda Trocine, chairman of the Simmel County Republican Party. Linda, we got about five minutes uh, remaining uh, you know, as we look down the ballot because those races are crucial as well. What are some of the top races in Seminole County that uh, it will be, you know, where Republicans will be facing off with Democrats that, that are priorities well, for you in the party? Well, I'll tell you, this, we have a unique situation. This is the first time in decades that we have a contest in every single one of our races. All five of our constitutional officer races are contests, all four of the legislative seats, and uh, all of our county commission seats. So uh, volunteers are needed for each of those candidates. Uh, probably the most important two, I would say, that, that are near and dear to my heart is uh, getting our state Senate candidate, Jason Broder, over the finish line. Jason's running a fabulous campaign. Uh, he's leading in this county, and uh, we need to back him. And the other one is uh, our sheriff, our wonderful sheriff, Dennis Lima, has drawn a Democrat opponent. And uh, this is unheard of in Seminole County. You know, the other guys are trying to turn the county blue. We've got to keep the county red. Um, if, if people don't have time to volunteer, I totally understand that, even just a couple hours a week. I would ask them to just drop a donation off with us, $5, dollars $15. They can do that real easily by texting Seminole GOP to the number 22525. Again, that's texting the word Seminole GOP to the number 22525. Thank you for that. Of insights, and I would add one more to my personal list. Uh, our friend Grant Malloy, clerk of court in Seminole County, he has a contested race as well, and we'll be following his uh, progress very closely uh, on that as well. Um, now, Linda, just in the now, what would be your advice? And, and you're very skilled and knowledgeable about grassroots politics. And, and by the way, I define that as just actions that an individual citizen can do, essentially by themselves to get the word out and persuade people in their circle of, of how, uh, you know, to, to su- support the candidate that they feel strongly about. Um, what are some things that say a person doesn't have you know, the ability or whatever to officially contact the, the party, but, or, you know, in any organization, but they want to do what they can in their neighborhood or their sphere of influence, their church or whatever that might be. What can a few things that they can do to to get the word out? And let's, I'll say specifically about you know uh, helping President Trump get reelected, and of course the other Republicans as well. Exactly. So, so the first thing they can do is sign up for my emails, and then disseminate those emails to their Republican friends. And those emails will tell them who all the down ballot candidates are. That's what the voter guide is about. That we will be emailing. And Grant Malloy's name will be on that ballot, and David Johnson's, and so many others. So, so the other thing is, politics is all about a one-on-one conversation, one voter at a time. So all they have to do is pick up the phone or, or meet with their friends or, or whoever they regularly interact with and ask them the question about if they support the president. And if they do support the president, well, are they registered Republican? One of the best things they can do is just hand out blank voter registration forms to friends they know and and let their friends drop them off at the supervisor of elections office or drop them in the mail and make sure they are uh, registered to vote as a Republican. The benefit of that is they get to vote in the primary and and help steer the party. Um, The other thing is, like I said, they can build their own list of 
supporters of the president and send the information to them about making sure they show up at the polls. That's the most important thing that will make a difference this November is that President Trump supporters have to go vote, whether they go in person, whether they vote early, or whether they vote by mail. And in Seminole County, we have a great supervisor of elections, Chris Anderson. His name will also be on the ballot. And he will make sure that your choice counts when you vote by mail. Uh, We have a very good system in this county uh, not to worry. There is no cheating. There's no cheating in Florida. There's especially no cheating here in Seminole County. So uh, I'd encourage everyone to sign up on the list, drop us a small donation, swing by our new uh, victory office. And and if they uh, are on my email list, they'll know about our next meeting, which will be via Zoom. They'll get to hear from Jason Broder and some of our other local candidates. Great advice. Linda Trosine, thank you for joining us for these uh, great insights on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We look forward to continue to speak with you throughout the campaign. Thank you again, Roger, and uh, great job on your mission with God, family, and country. Really appreciate all that you do. Thank you. Have a great day. Friends, we're going to go to our next break. I want to, before we do, give a shout out to our friends, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, and let you know Dr. Patrick St. Germain has been voted best chiropractor for now 15 years in a row. So when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. We'll be right back. Please stay with us. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. It's always great to be with you every week. It's a few minutes we have to spend each other with each other. It's been especially more gratifying, as I've said before, during these very difficult times that we've had pretty much since the year 2020 has started and seemed in some ways getting worse every day for a variety of reasons. But it's a particular joy to be here with you every week, and I'm glad that you're joining us for today's program. And it's, of course, highly relevant. hope you enjoyed the conversation with Linda Trocine, who's the chairman of the Seminole County Republican Party, especially the tips that she had for those who want to not just cast your vote, which is extraordinarily important, but to influence the votes of others and make a, a big impact in helping your candidates get elected. Later, we'll speak with Representative Anthony Sabatini of Lake County about some breaking news he's involved with uh, in the effort to push back against uh, the mask order, if you will, in Orange County from Orange County government. But right now, we're pleased to be speaking with County Commissioner Lee Constantine of Seminole County, who who really literally needs no introduction because of his years and decades, actually, of public service in Seminole County and in Central Florida. But it's, uh, Lee, it's great to speak with you today. It's always a, a joy to speak with you, but I'm especially glad that you're joining us today. Thank you very much, Roger. It's always a pleasure. You and I go back a long time, you know, knew your father very well, and it's, uh, and it's always a pleasure to talk to you. You're a great guy. I appreciate that very much. Uh, I I do want to let our listeners know and, of course, remind them that the Roger Franklin Williams Show is presented by Christner's, and they are thrilled to be back in business, uh, reopened on May the 26th. Very happy to see so many of you get over to Christner's upon the return of their opening and encourage those who haven't had a chance or those who have never visited Christner's to visit Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. They're simply the best upscale steakhouse in the central Florida area. 
They're located conveniently 729 Lee Road, just two blocks west of I-4. And I encourage you to get uh, reservations as well, and you can do that at 407-645-4443. That's 407-645-4443. Now let's go back to Seminole County Commissioner Lee Constantine. And, you know, Linda Trosine brought us up to date and said that every race in Seminole County will have a contested election. That includes our current guest, Lee Constantine. And Lee, can you just talk about um, you know the dynamics of, of your race? Uh, anything you'd like to share, uh, you know, uh, at, at the moment? Um, you know, wh- uh, if I understand it, you actually will have a primary election, and just tell us a little bit about the, the nuts and bolts. Well, uh, I have both a primary and a general election. Um, the uh, uh, in in Seminole County, uh, the races have gotten closer and closer when it came to uh, general election. Uh, uh, the uh, the numbers as far as registration have been moving upwards in both the independent as well as the Democrat. So it's pretty much of a third, a third, a third county right now. And uh, so a lot of people want to um, to try their, 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 their chance at uh, running for election. And, you know, that's part of the political process. You welcome that. As far as the primary uh, specifically to the, um, uh, the county commission races, uh, that the dynamic of that is mostly because of a single issue. Uh, if you look at Seminole County from a standpoint of services, we are second to none in any county in this area. Our schools are A-rated. We have less employees per population, per uh, like four employees per thousand population. The closest to us in the surrounding area is Lake County with nearly six. So we've been a efficient and effective with our, our tax dollars. In fact, our ad valorem is lower, our millage rate is lower than any other county in, in the region. So when you have high services, uh, efficiency in government, and, and lower taxes, you know, it's usually issues that uh, are, you know, or contentious issues that cause uh, disruption in in and having primaries. In my case, it's because I took a very strong stand to protect the rights of the voters, uh, where the, the voters have uh, overwhelmingly in Seminole County wanted to preserve the rural barrier, bar- the boundary, and keep certain parts of Seminole County, which is a very uh, condensely populated district or, or county along I-4, In fact, we're the third most densely populated county in the state, mostly because we're a very small county and have seven incredibly incredibly dynamic cities, uh, very unique, very, uh, you know, successful cities. So the area out the Geneva, Chuliota area, the people wanted to keep that area rural. They wanted to have that kind of lifestyle out there. And the whole... And we wanted to have the growth come into the areas that have already the infrastructure that can pay for and and afford that growth so that we don't have sprawl, citizens aren't having to pay for additional services for sprawl. And so they voted a number of years ago to keep that area rural. A a certain developer came into into Seminole County and wanted – to build a very densely populated 
uh, project. In fact, by current definition of the zoning law, they would only have been allowed to put 60 units. That's six zero units and no commercial in this property. They wanted more than a thousand units and more than um, 1.5 million square feet of commercial. The uh, I and other commissioners uh, voted against it. And then um, he sued us in federal court. He currently is also suing us in state court. He has also tried to change the law in the legislature with the Senate Bill 410 to usurp the authority of uh, of uh, the charter counties under 750,000 to control their population um, and and growth. And uh, so, um, you know, and he has vowed to take me out because I, you know, fought him and will continue fighting and support the citizens and the citizens' right to their own control of the future of Seminole County. Thanks for setting the stage for us. Friends, you're listening to The Roger Franklin Williams Show. We're speaking with Seminole County Commissioner Lee Constantine right now. He will be on the ballot for both the primary and, if he's successful there, the general election as well. Before we go back to to Lee, I want to let you know about our friends over at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair and let you know, of course, that, as you know, they're the one-stop center for all your lawn and garden needs. If you live in the Apopka, Northwest Orange County, West Orange County, South Lake County, or South Seminole County areas, Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair also has everything you'll need for hurricane preparation. Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair, it's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. Located 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail, that's Highway 441, north of Apopka, between Plymouth Serena Road and the 429. And you can find out more at apopkamower.com. Let's go back to Commissioner Lee Constantine. Now, Lee, you've got a couple more minutes left. What would you say on this opportunity to, um, for listeners, maybe even undecided voters, uh, why they should vote for Lee Constantine? Well, what you're going to get is principled leadership. Um, I tell people all the time, you're going to get an ear. You're going to be, I'm going to listen to what you have to say. I'm going to do great constituent services. I'm going to be a fiscal conservative and keep our, uh, you know, as efficient as we possibly can, you know, uh, uh, the the finances of government. Um, I'm going to protect our natural resources. I am going to be a solid advocate for education and economic development. Um, but mostly, you're, you're, you're going to be able to know that um, I'm, if I tell you, uh, once I hear all the facts from everyone, once I give you my, what I feel is, is the way that we should go, you're going to get principal leadership. This is not about a special interest. This is not about guaranteeing that one person who, uh, you know, has a lot of money gets everything that they want. This is about the people. And all throughout my political career, I have tried to be the very best elected official and represent the people. And I, as, as you and I were talking the other day, one of uh, my heroes, one of uh, your heroes, is Congressman Dan Webster. He used to be a state senator that I served with for many, many years in the legislature. And, um, you know, I, he he sent a you know very uh, warming uh, endorsement, uh, calling me a passionate public servant um, who uh, 
who fights for and promotes conservative principles of less government, lower taxes, and more individual freedoms. And he went on to say, I was fortunate to have him fighting alongside me then, and I'm thankful that he's serving his community today. Those are the type of people, the solid people that you cannot question their integrity and their character, that I'm proud are on my side. And I will continue to fight um, against special interests taking over Seminole County. That's a powerful endorsement indeed. And uh, well, thank you for joining us as we sign off. I wanted to, I'll just add that your track record personally, I think speaks for itself uh, in your commitment, as you said, to, to being an accessible elected official to all citizens and also your track record of community service. Um, do you go in above and beyond doing many, many things outside the realm of your duties as an elected official that help benefit uh, Seminole County residents and and citizens and citizens of, of, of Central Florida. So we appreciate what you've done in so many different ways and, um, you know, we wish you all the best and we look forward to catching up with you again soon before the primary. Thank you, Roger. And by the way, um, I, I love going to Christner's, so you and I need to go together one day soon. Yeah, we'll do that. In fact, uh, you know, uh, your fellow uh, UCF alumni, Jim Flanagan, yeah, is, is the uh, operations manager there. And both you uh, and Jim have an illustrious history of accomplishment at UCF. He was uh, an outstanding player on the very first basketball team for Coach uh, I remember yeah, when Torchy I was Clark. a freshman and he was a senior watching him play basketball. And uh, Jim and I have stayed friends for many, many years. So I, I always love going there. It's got the best stakes in town and, and uh, so we, we need to get together and do that real soon Roger thank you very much make a priority of it and, and of course before you go I want to let everybody know that if I'm not mistaken you were the uh, a, a student body president of UCF back in the day I was I was proud to be. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of my UCF uh, heritage um, it is an incredible school that has done so much for our community and uh, go Knights thank you very much Lee Constantine Simon County Commissioner Lee Constantine have Thank a great you, day. Roger. Friends, that brings us up to our next break. Before we go to break, I want to tell you about some other great people, and that's Glenn Tatum and the great guys over at Glenn Tatum Septic Tank. Glenn Tatum Septic Tank Service is their mission is to provide their customers and community with a company whose top priority is professionalism, courtesy, and quality. When you need septic tank services, you need somebody who can count on. That's Glenn Tatum and the guys at Glenn Tatum Septic Tank. You can find out more at TatumSeptic.com or give them a call at 407-814-9098. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's a joy to be with you today, especially it's a special blessing to be with you during these really troubling times we have in America, these disconcerting times, uh, the turmoil that we've had, the um, dislocation that we've had for the last now three months or so or more um, is, uh, I'm sure, very disconcerting for all of us. And during this process, it's it's as we deal with it on a daily basis, it's great to have these moments every week to get together with like-minded people, people who believe in traditional America, people who understand our Constitution and our Declaration of Independence, the principles, of, the principles upon which they were founded, the history, the world history they were upon which they were founded. 
and the Judeo-Christian values upon which they were founded. It's great to have this time to share with you with like-minded people every week. Hope you're enjoying the program. So, but I want to um, <clears throat> share with, with you some of the thoughts I have about the things that are taking place right now. Before I do, of course, I want to let you know about our sponsors. And I want to emphasize to you that the people that who sponsor this program, who I'm going to share with you in just a moment, are people like just like us. They're people who believe, who are patriotic people, who believe in America, who are passionate in their love for country, and they are also strong uh, believers in, and, and literally all of them are participators in our free market economic system. And they, of course, are Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster, our presenting sponsor, Florida Door Solutions, Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair, Glenn Tatum Septic, Sheeler Auto Repair, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and BurnFatOrlando.com, and Network Sound and Video. I want to give you this word. Of course, I want to remind you once again that Christner's wants me to let you know that they appreciate the outpouring of support that they have had at Christner's since they reopened. They've been packed every single night since May 26th when they were allowed to reopen to begin to serve you. And they want to let you know how how happy they are and thankful they are um, that you have embraced them so quickly after their reopening. And if you haven't been to Christner's, I certainly recommend that you make your reservation and get over there. Uh, it's uh, the finest uh, upscale steakhouse and, and widely recognized as the finest uh, steakhouse in Central Florida. It's where you'll find generous servings of the finest cuts of beef and cold water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old-school elegance and sophistication. And they're located 729 Lee Road. That's just two bucks west of I-4 in Orlando. You can get your reservation at 407-645-4443. Also, of course, we're going to tell you about our friends over at Glenn Tatum Septic. And when you talk about hardworking American success stories, nobody defines that better and Glenn Tatum, founder of Glenn Tatum Septic. They're still on the road. They've been on the road as an essential business during the entire lockdown. They've been offering and they continue to offer 24-hour emergency service. And Glenn Tatum Septic, at Glenn Tatum Septic, their mission is to provide their customers and community with a company whose top priority is professionalism, courtesy, and quality. You can find out more at TatumSeptic.com. That's TatumSeptic.com, T-A-T-U-M. Or just give them a call at 407-814-9098. That's 814-9098. And please tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. And, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, just even in the week that we've since we've been together, more dramatic, um, you know, unfortunate, uh, terrible incidents have happened in America uh, overt anarchy uh, in the streets, overt destruction um, it's happening in the streets, also in the the ivory towers of, of academia and now even corporate America. Uh, we now have, I guess, a new phrase in our country, a virtue signaling as you know, huge numbers of, of, of 
companies, corporations serving the American people have essentially weighed in on the side of the left uh, in these cultural uh, battles that we're facing right now, overtly endorsing the likes of Colin Kaepernick, who made his feelings very clear about his little hatred for America, hatred for our flag and our national anthem. And um, so it, 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 it's, you know, it's, it's disturbing to no end. And, of course, in addition to that, we are seeing um, history literally um, you know, attempted to be rewritten, uh, to be destroyed, uh, a massive movement both by thugs and, and criminals in the streets tearing down statues, uh, including of Christopher Columbus, George Washington, but also in the liberal establishment, in the boardrooms and in the corporate offices. Most recently, a uh, statue of Theodore Roosevelt has been um, marked for removal from the New York Museum of Art. Uh, and they uh, that was also with the cooperation um, and blessing of the city of New York City. Um, so this is where we are right now. We're seeing a, a whole wholesale effort right before our very eyes. It's not something people are talking about now. It's not something that people are theorizing or they're teaching uh, in some left-wing college class, which, as I'm learning and you know, had, had long suspected, um, basically synonymous with all college classes, unless maybe you're talking about Hillsdale College or an isolated college here and there. Um, but obviously the, the, the left, and I'm not talking about liberals, I'm talking about the hard left, um, have taken over, obviously, academia, uh, lock, stock, and barrel, to the point where I guess it's like 98%, seemingly. Um, the gator bait cheer at the University of Florida is now going to be uh, prohibited. Um, and, uh, you know, just that's just one example. Um, along with you know, Theodore Roosevelt being taken down, uh, Washington, Columbus, Christopher Columbus, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, the, and I just want everybody to know personally that I want to um, – I, I oppose, you know, all these efforts across the board. And, and there are several uh, important reasons. One of those, the biggest reason, is that these tactics are the tactics of communism, of totalitarianism. These are the tactics that were used by Hitler in Nazi Germany. These are the tactics that were used by uh, Mao Zedong in um, communist China, uh, specifically during the Cultural Revolution. These are not the the kind of tactics that you see and efforts that you see in a constitutional democratic republic. That's not the way a a constitutional uh, democratic republic functions. These These are not consistent with freedom. What we're seeing now is a wholesale effort to destroy our nation's history and then rewrite a whole nother history and reunite, reunite a whole new future and present, not based on our traditional American principles uh, of, of respect for God, family, and country, respect for our Judeo, Judeo-Christian heritage, respect for our Constitution and our Declaration of Independence, which were written to, to preserve the rights of individuals to to illustrate and to codify the, that revolutionary concept that the purpose of government should be to preserve the, and protect the rights of citizens. That was revolutionary in 1776. It's revolutionary now. Um, and right now it's under you know, 
you know, tremendous widespread attack <clears throat> in our country. So it's disconcerting. Um, you know, <clears throat> hate to even <clears throat> excuse me, hate to even <laughs> address it so much in the way that I am on one hand. But I mean, reality is reality, and facts are facts. So this is a situation we can't really just uh, close our eyes or stick our head in the sand. This this is a situation where we really need to to be aware of what's happening and just try to figure out how we're going to rally ourselves and, and, and to push back against it. I think that the best thing that I can think of right now at the moment is, you know, the silent majority needs to stop being so silent. We need to uh, not be silent anymore. We need to push back. Uh, no more silence. And of course the, the most specific thing that I know that we can do is we can work to reelect president Donald Trump because he's just been a force field of standing up for American exceptionalism, uh, for America as founded, and for our traditional values and our Judeo-Christian heritage. And I do want to mention that briefly before we go to break, is that I think a lot of people, we're seeing the fruit now of a situation that yeah, my father used to talk about 30, 40 years ago as I was growing up, and even up until now, and not a lot of people now still don't get it, is is the forces of worldwide globalism, the globalist philosophy, which a part of they, they don't want any independent, strong, powerful countries. Uh, this philosophy, uh, there, there's a strong, powerful movement, a strong, powerful ideology of one world government, global world government, and um, what we have seen, and now academia, that philosophy has. Uh, been being preached in academia for the past 30, 40 plus years or longer. Um, they've obviously captured the most recent uh, generation, the millennial dis- uh, generation. And um, of course, they've got the left. And now they, they've also got the, the mainstream media. And of which now is populated. Many of the people populating the main, so-called mainstream media are these millennials who were brainwashed into left-wingism and globalism. So these are some, some some hard, tangible reasons that we are experiencing what we're experiencing now. And then corporate America has caved in to it, and um, which, which presents quite a big problem for all of us. But anyway, we're up on our next break. We'll take a quick break. Before we go, I want to remind you, of course, about our friends, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, the great people over at St. Germain Chiropractic, and BurnFatOrlando.com. And remind you that Dr. Patrick St. Germain and St. Germain Chiropractic have been, have been voted best chiropractor once again for now 15 years in a row. So when you're in pain, I urge you to call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. That's 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN, Dr. Patrick St. Germain. We'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Please stay with us. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Hope you're enjoying the program today. It's great to be with you in these troubling, disturbing times. In a moment, we're going to go to somebody else who gets it. And speaking of pushing back, fighting back, not only fighting back, but taking the initiative and taking the fight to the to the leftist and the globalist uh, is going to be our next guest, and that's going to be Representative Anthony Sabatini. Before we go to him, and of course he's doing phenomenal work um, in with his platform, which is the platform of state representative in the state of Florida. Before we go to him, I want to, of course, remind you 
And our program is sponsored by friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair, by Glenn Tatum Septic, and Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair, and Florida Door Solutions. And let you know that, of course, that I want to give you this word from our friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair. Let you know that they are continuing to be on the front lines of servicing your car and fixing your car. And I want to also let you know that if anybody out there listening to our program, if you don't have a regular person uh, auto repair shop to take your car, I urge you to get over to see Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos at Sheeler Auto Repair. These guys are a true American success story. They're now in their 21st year of business. I've been a customer of theirs for over tw- for 20 years. I was one of their first customers. In fact, my father, who got me involved with um, going over there, recommended them to me, introduced me to them, um, was literally one of their first customers. And um, if you want, if you need, and we all need, <laughs> it's not even a want, we all need a place to take our car that we can trust. That's Sheeler Auto Repair in Apopka. They're located 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka, and I can assure you they are strong believers in our Constitution, our American way of life, our Declaration of Independence, and our free enterprise system. Sheeler Auto Repair. Now let's go to Representative Anthony Sabatini. Uh, Representative Sabatini, thank you for joining us. It's great that you joined us last week, and I appreciate you coming back because there's been uh, major new developments uh, since last week that you're involved in. Absolutely, yeah. It's been some really exciting legal developments in this uh so-called emergency, especially today. Yeah, since we we spoke, a, a lot of things have happened um, locally, nationally. One locally, uh, the the Orange County Mayor uh, has, I guess, issued a mandate for people to wear masks in Orange County. You are fighting that literally in court with a lawsuit. Um, I'd love to have you uh, address that with us, please. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so a few days ago, uh, the career politician government. Uh, employed, decided that he was going to mandate all private business owners and private citizens that they have to wear masks anywhere they are in Orange County, which is just crazy uh, when you think about it. Um, So he came up with a new order that says uh, you have to wear masks anytime you're living, working, breathing in Orange County. And if you don't, per the Florida Code of Ordinances, uh, Orange County Code of Ordinances, you will go to jail for 60 days, be arrested, go to jail for 60 days, and be issued a $500 fine. So it's completely out of control. It's totally unconstitutional. And it's just its a classic example of government just trying to restrict our liberties in an attempt of looking tough and strong and in charge. And uh, it's what government officials do every time. They have to come up with new rules and regulations. They can't just sit by like they should. So, now, What is the status of, 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 the, of the lawsuit at the moment? Well, the status is we... we, we uh, Filed this morning, well, technically late last night, it received a case number early this morning, and uh, we're going to be getting a hearing probably in the next seven days where we'll argue that the, the law is unconstitutional and ask the judge to grant a preliminary injunction stopping that lawsuit. Uh, and if they don't do it, then, you know, if they say no, then we'll appeal that decision to the uh, Fifth District Court of Appeal. And I do want our listeners to know that you have had success uh, in this arena already during this whole COVID-19 lockdown situation. Uh, You had, if I'm not mistaken, a case where you represented uh, a businessman who was arrested in Pinellas County, if I'm not mistaken. Can you share uh, that situation with our listeners, please? Absolutely. You know, I'm I'm a state representative. I'm politically opposed to all of these uh, shutdowns, unconstitutional things that the government have done. 
but as an attorney, I've been able to fight successfully. I represented the first gentleman to uh, be arrested for, quote-unquote, opening a non-essential business, whatever that means. And uh, they arrested him, and we're going to charge him with a crime. And when I was retained as an attorney, I put some statements out, and they actually dropped the case. I think because they knew that uh, their order uh, to close down non-essential business under the threat of criminal law was illegal. And I also uh, sued uh, Seminole County once they came over the mask mandate. And before a judge could even uh, uh, offer an opinion on the case, uh, Seminole County actually dropped their uh, their mask mandate. They got rid of the mask law because I think they also knew that they were going to lose in court. So, yeah, we've had some good success. Now, if somebody is, you know, I guess arrested, um, you know, for not wearing a mask in Orange County, what what should they do and how would that process play out? And and have you heard of any anybody being arrested to this point? Uh, well, if they did, they would um, immediately need to seek legal counsel and they should offer a motion to dismiss on the charge, uh, arguing that it's an illegal law and breaks the Florida, uh, that the uh, emergency order violates the Florida Constitution. Friends, we're speaking with Representative Anthony Sabatini on the Roger Franklin Williams Show today. Of, as you can see, he is on the front lines fighting for the cause of freedom, and it's an intense fight right now, as we all know, as we're all witnessing every day. Um, we certainly appreciate all of his efforts in a variety of different ways. He's also a member of the Florida National Guard, U.S. Army Florida National Guard as well. Before we go back to Representative Sabatini, I want to give you this quick word from our friends Vito and Rhonda over at Network Sound and Video and let you know that if you have your wonderful lifelong memories on outdated media, any kind of outdated media, they can get that updated to modern uh, media that you can use immediately. And you can share it with your family and your friends around the world on your computer. They can get things updated to a, a flash drive, a CD, DVDs, and they can take those things that you haven't been able to use for many, many years. I know all about that because I was in that situation and they helped me. So I encourage you to get over, contact Vito and Rhonda at Network Sound and Video. It's where your memories can last forever. You can find them a variety of ways. Of course, you can find them 24-7-365 at NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. You can give them a call at 407-834-8555. And if uh, you call during business hours, a live person will answer the phone gladly. Or you can just drop by and see them. They're located on Ronald Reagan Boulevard, 2520 Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood. Network Sound and Video. And now let's go back to Representative Anthony Sabatini. Now, I'd like to ask you, uh, um, you know, I, this, uh, along the same lines, and the fact that I would say you're certainly an activist, uh, uh, elected official on the cause of freedom, what if a situation happened in Central Florida like has happened in Seattle where you've got, you know, thugs, anarchists, literally by force, by violence, take over a part of, of, a, of a, a city uh, here in our government um, in, in a town in, in central Florida. What, what would you recommend a uh, course of action to be? Oh, well, uh, <laughs> I apologize. Can you say that question one more time? Yeah. If we had a situation like uh, Seattle, um, you know, w- yeah. w- what would you okay. think the course of action should be? Uh, I, I guess, first of all, by, by the, uh, the, the, the particular governmental authority. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's the same answer that we give right now. Anyway, we've had a massive failure. Tucker Carlson nailed it the other night. We've had a complete massive failure by the Republican leadership 
of, uh, the, I think, not only many states, but definitely the federal government. I have no idea why they haven't called up the National Guard and sent them in to every instance of this. I would immediately send in the National Guard uh, and uh, any agencies that I could deploy to criminally arrest the prosecutor, the full extent law, anybody who was writing. It, wouldn't even, it shouldn't be considered yet. Sit back and do nothing. And, uh, you know, obviously that's encouraged. It's actually encouraged a lot of these people to uh, write even more. And before we've got probably time for one more question. Friends, we're speaking with Representative Anthony Sabatini. He represents a large portion of Lake County in the Florida legislature. He's a true champion for freedom. What is your response to, you know, this whole effort to recreate history now, destroy American history, um, you know, tearing down monuments, even officially sanctioning the tearing down of monuments? The, the most recent example I saw, and that was yesterday, so there's no telling how many more have happened in the last 24 hours. But, um, you know, the the city of, of New York City and the, the New York Museum of Art uh, have voluntarily uh, going to remove now a, a statue of Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, what, what, what? Out of control. Out of control. But that's that's what I want people to realize, and I hope they remember that. It's not really about the Confederate monument. That's just literally the low-hanging fruit for the, uh, the liberals. They start with that because you can get a lot of people who are ignorant about history to say, yeah, well, you know what? Those guys were slave owners or pro-slavery. Let's go ahead and get rid of them. But, but what you're not realizing is the impetus for getting rid of them isn't because they're slave owners. It's because they're politically incorrect leaders and if that's the logic if that's what's animating the entire move to censor to censor and destroy and whitewash the history then when does it end because you're going to eventually get to the point where if you need to purge all impure history if you need to eliminate everything that's not correct by today's standards so what you're going to end up doing is deleting all of american history and we're seeing it now the george washington museum has been destroyed uh i'm sorry statue now it's teddy roosevelt and it, it's going to pick up speed because what happens is once you delete some monuments, well, then you're uh, guilty if you leave others that are also politically incorrect. So the speed and the alacrity in which they have in order uh, that's animating them to destroy and remove these monuments is going to pick up. And eventually they'll get rid of all the founding fathers from U.S. currency unless conservative Americans stand up and fight back. And that's why I've been pro preserving all of the elements of American Southern history since the beginning. We certainly appreciate your efforts uh, more than you even know. Appreciate you joining us today on on Quick Notice, Representative Anthony Sabatini, and uh, wish you all the best. We look forward to speaking with you soon. Thank you. See you soon, Robert. Take care. Bye. Friends, thank you for joining us. Hope you have a great day.